Hello and welcome to Kings of the North podcast. I'm Rob with an H, here with Professor Pigskin. Welcome back. And the Beefcake. Oh yeah! And as you can already tell, both are in very good moods. Woo! Very good moods. They're both insufferable right now. Both both very, very happy. And uh, thanks again for joining us. Uh, We're the podcast that goes over the MC North. Uh, at least the teams that matter within the FC North. Uh, but going along with that, let's go to the water cooler because uh, we're all parched. And we need to talk, too, a place to discuss what happened because this week was pretty wild, oh, gentlemen. wild, wild NFL. It was a very wild week. We're going to start uh, with the Detroit Lions who Detroited their way to a very detroit loss. Well, Rob, the roar was not restored this week in the Motor City as the Lions welcomed in the defending NFC champion Atlanta Falcons against this superior foe the Detroit D did all it could until finally Matthew the Stafford infection was on his way into the end zone but golden shower taint couldn't get his knee off the ground and into the end zone 10 second runoff Detroit loses 30-26 Chicago, surprisingly, uh, defeated a team that thoroughly dominated the Vikings last week. Talk about it, Professor. <clears throat> well, uh, after softening up the Steelers for uh, Chicago, it's uh, safe to say that it was a hot, hot enough to melt steel in the Windy City, where it was not so windy on this hot, hot uh, September day. Uh, um, <laughs> That's good. <laughs> uh, back to the top. It was hot enough to melt steel in Chicago this weekend, where the only breeze to be detected was how easily Jordan Michael Howard ran through the Pittsburgh defense like a middle-aged, balding Chicago man working his way through a platter of sausages. Someone tell the team from Heinz Field that there is no ketchup on Chicago-style hot dogs. Whoop! The Steelers might be the city of blue-collar workers, but it was the Bears who were uh, punching in the time card in overtime, winning the only game on their way to a 1-15 season, 23-17. You always find a way to include sausage in the conversation, especially, especially in talking about the NFC North. Uh, but let's move along to the uh, to the Packers and the Vikings. Oh. Very good weeks. I'm sure both of you were chomping at the bit to talk about uh, your respective teams' wins. Let's start with Beefcake. Well, Rob, not even Tony Romo himself couldn't contain his excitement as the Packers pounced on the Cincinnati Bengals in title town. After a first half that was about as forgettable as the Falcons game, Aaron Rodgers exploded in the clutch, dancing, twisting through the pressure to tie the game with a pinpoint touchdown pass to Jordy to send the game into overtime. Then, after the grittiest, ballsiest stop you'll ever see by a Packers defense, in classic Rodgers fashion, he lost it up. Free play, third down, Geronimo! Made defenders miss. Whoop, whoop, whoop! And took it down to the six-yard line, which set up Crutch Closby to finish the contest. Packers 27, Bengals 24. Got a feel for the Bengals. Got a feel for those poor, poor Bengals. Uh, but let's move on to the purple, uh, Professor, because... Uh, pretty thorough dismantling, wouldn't you say? Oh, 
Well, Rob, everyone who showed up thirsty at the U.S. Bank Stadium on Sunday left satisfied because it was a case race to the end zone. Ooh. As prolific Vikings offense, led by a case of Hams Keenum and Stefan Kanz, who digs it, ran up the score while the defense walked Jameis Winston off the plank to the tune of three interceptions. Future Rookie of the Year, Delvin Cooks, 288 rushing yards through three games, is a franchise record, resulting in Vikings fans exclaiming, Adrian who? After this 34-17 domination, it is clear that the road to the Super Bowl not only ends in Minnesota, it goes through the 15-1 Minnesota Vikings. Whoop! Very, very good. Whoop! Everybody's happy. Here. Whoop! Everybody's happy today. <laughs> w. Yeah, so... I mean, kind of a, a good week in the NFC North, except for the Lions being Lionsy. <laughs> oh, it was but, fantastic. It was fantastic. But Jimmy Crackhorn, we don't care. <laughs> um, let's uh, let's move on really quick, and let's talk about. I mean, really great week in the NFL. A lot of really close finishes. Sixty-one-yard oh. uh, field goal to win in Philadelphia. Oh, that what was a fantastic. blast! Uh, but really, let's address something that. Uh, pretty much everybody's talking about it, at least in the sports world and and that's uh this whole issue with the national anthem uh-huh. mm. um players choosing to kneel during the national anthem and then the uproar because of it um let, let's address it because uh i feel like everyone wants to know what what you two think so uh please go ahead uh professor pigskin and uh just tell us your thoughts because you're a scholar and you've put a lot of thought into this well, it's it's pretty elementary. Um, what did you say? Have you ever been in an NFL stadium before during a game? Either of you? Oh, yes, absolutely. absolutely. Many right. times. So, um, during the national anthem in an NFL stadium, yes, there are some fans in the stands standing up in attention. But you know what? There's a lot of them in line to buy beer. There's a lot of them in the bathroom taking a shit. Uh, there's a lot of them just yelling and swearing and just overall just being belligerently drunk. And so if people want to throw a hissy fit about players kneeling instead of standing while like, so many people are doing other things, it's pretty ridiculous. Let people do whatever the heck they want to. Uh, you know, and this, this translates well into my, uh, my doghouse for the week because, uh, well, it, one of, our, one of our, our dear friends, Mr. Alex uh, Conover, uh, retweeted us uh, a little tweet that he saw about a uh, Packers shareholder who, <laughs> you know, I, I am one as well, of course. Um, <laughs> But this this particular gentleman thought that it was his right to demand what the uh, the Packers players to do uh, on his dime during the national anthem, and you know I'm gonna put him and all the other idiot fans in my doghouse this week. I mean, calling out your own fans. I you know, that. hey, you're here. Among others, you think these players are mindless drones? I mean, you're just dumbasses. Seriously, just because you don't have the balls to stand, sit, or kneel for what you want does not mean these humans are subject to your will. Yes. I have a piece I have a shitty piece of paper on my wall just like you, <laughs> but that does not mean I'm going to make people think that they're slaves to my will. Now shut up, sit down, get drunk and watch the game. High five beefcake. I do actually imagine it's shitty paper like it's that old paper that had the things on the sides that you could like the perforated Oh sure, perforated. Yeah. Did you did you have to unpeel it? Well, thank you for your thoughts, both of you, because uh, I, I think we're all in agreement that uh, that players players uh, demonstrating what they feel is right is something to be admired and something to be uh, respected. Absolutely. So let's let's move on to pigskin, and let's uh, talk about the division implications 
oh, this week. Man. Because um, it was a wild week and uh, an impressive week for the North, wouldn't you say? Yeah. Th- three out of four teams showed up. Uh, the Bears stole a win somehow. And Detroit uh, didn't suck as much as you would expect Detroit to suck. So they deserve credit for not being completely terrible. But at the same time, they were, like you said, Rob, the most Detroit at the most Detroit moment. But where this ends is we have three teams tied for first place, and we have division matchups coming up. Vikings oh. play the Lions in Minnesota, and uh, Green Bay is hosting the... The Bears Thursday night. That's right. So the crazy division situation is getting a little crazier here. Do you feel like the Lions are a wounded animal right now, which is the most dangerous of all the oh, animals? are they ever. Oh, they're going to come in here. They're going to give it their best shot, no doubt about that. But, I mean, if they thought the Falcons' defense was tough... Oh, roads closed, Xavier. He has other thoughts. Um, Beefcake, I want you to look in your crystal ball and tell me what you see this week from Green Bay. What is going to lead them to victory? Well, I think it's pretty obvious. You've got a um, a wounded jo- Jordan Howard coming into Green Bay, uh, the only real offensive piece that the Bears have. Uh, you're just going to shut him down. I think, quite honestly, this week it's going to be another uh, stifling defensive outing. And... Uh, Pretty sure Green Bay's up to the challenge, Rob. Well, that remains to be seen. That's why they play the game. That's why they lace up the boots. Uh, Professor Pigskin, well, you've you got something to say, I can I, see. I just think you, sh- you should be concerned about Aaron Rodgers still. Oh, oh uh, First off, he threw a pick six on Sunday, increasing his career pick sixes by 100%. Doesn't that <laughs> concern you? 100% increase in pick sixes. That's a huge number. you got to be alarmed there, Beefcake. Another terrible half from him. Nice last-second heroics, sure, but uh, he's just not looking like Rodgers anymore. I I don't want to say it, but I think he's missing something in his life. Beefcake, let me say this. Does it alarm you that the Packers had such a difficult time putting away an 0-2 team on their own field? Not at all. Mm. We had Mm. a desperate, caged... Bengals team that was let out of the cage this week. They came in with a fire. They fired their offensive coordinator. Who knows who's next? Man, they came to play. They came to win. But it still wasn't enough, and the better team won on Sunday. Crazy. Just a crazy week. Uh, really, a lot of really fun games. Um, we did, We kind of mentioned the Philadelphia game where the 61-yard field goal, that was oh. incredible. Uh-huh. Um, but, yeah, I think I'm – had enough at the water cooler. I appreciate you guys sharing your thoughts on everything. Uh, we're going to be back, and we're actually going to go to the bar. I hope you stick with us. Oh, thank God. Things about to get weird. I'm thirsty. Welcome back to Kings of the North. You're going to see North Fix. Rob with an H here with Professor Pigskin and the Beefcake. Yep. And here is the time that we go to the bar. This has become a weekly ritual. Well, some of us daily. It's gotten that bad. But uh, let's uh, let's walk on in and let's uh, pick some drinks that we think would be appropriate for this week in football. Shall we, gentlemen? Oh, we let's do it. Right on in. Ooh. Wow. Proud of here, don't you think? A lot of broken hearts this week uh, down in uh, Tampa Bay and uh, Cincinnati. Cincinnati, man. Oh, Detroit. Detroit. It's the place to be. Wow. Well, it looks like we got some time before we're going to get uh, get our drink orders oh, in. Exactly. So, 
Yeah, get her attention. Get her attention. No, send the beefcake, actually. He's better at that oh. sort of thing. Ooh, oh, all right. come on. All right, all right, all right. We got some time. And one thing we didn't get to, let's hand out our awards. Oh, yes. Let's hand out our awards. We're going to start with the Professor Pigskin. Uh, please describe your ridiculous award and who you're giving it to this week. Well, this week's teacher's pet uh, goes to Xavier Rhodes, um, who, threw, who through three games has shut down the best wide receivers of elite passing attacks across the NFL. He completely got in Mike Evans' head on Sunday, even going so far as to take a 15-yard penalty in order to fully taunt and mess with Mike Evans. Cheater. Later in the game, Evans melted down to the sideline and kicked over like a, a laundry tub and was just throwing a tantrum like a two-year-old. Uh, which was a direct result of Rhodes' tenacious coverage and amazing shit-talking. Uh, when Xavier is around, the Rhodes is closed. Wow. I'm, you revel in the psychological stuff, oh, too. You're, torture, baby. You're, you're, Put him in the you're cycle. sick like that. Remember, guys, football is 80% mental and 40% physical. <laughs> beefcake. That's well put, Beefcake. That's the Beefcake for you. He's got a million of them. Pretty um, good for him. Beefcake, uh, talk about your uh, your ridiculous award this well, week. Well, you know, I already put uh, stupid fans into the doghouse, so we're gonna, we, we've already gone over that. But uh, for my Beefcake's Badass Award this week, uh, I'm going to give it to the Packers rookie, Josh Jones, uh, the Ooh. rookie safety, second-round pick. Uh, he got beat early on uh, touchdown, two touchdown passes, but came back with a lot of grit, 12 total tackles, two sacks, playing from the safety position. Grit he showed fighting back, contributing, was outstanding. This rookie earned much more playing time from now on. I'm going to be referring to him as Gravel. Gravel? Because he's so gritty. Man, that's dumb. (laughs) That is a dumb nickname. (laughs) Come Uh, on. He gave up two touchdowns. Yeah, and he got two sacks and forced uh, overtime at the end as well. I guess they got the W, so that's all that matters. All right, well, Professor... Just win, baby. Professor, now it's time to talk about who is your dunce of the week. All right. Well, I'm taking the dunce cap, and I'm fixing it squarely on my own head for dropping Case Keenum from my fantasy team. Last week, I started him, and he let me down big time. This week, I started Flacco in his place. Got me negative one point. Um, fortunately, the rest of my team's so good, I won anyway. But uh, dropping Case... I, I'm Doesn't sorry, matter. Case. I, uh, I should have... Uh, should have believed in you more. So. I've already got my waiver wire claim oh, made. Oh, no. Don't do it. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay. Well, thanks for your picks, but I think we got our drink oh, order. Oh, yeah, yeah, let's yeah. go. Okay, okay. Let's get our drink orders oh, in. Okay. Um, we're going to start with the beefcake. Beefcake, what do you got up first? Well, I'm going to order some. I'm gonna order a, a little drink for a couple gentlemen on the Packers roster first. Uh, for number 12, number 87, and number 2, we're giving them a New Belgium Clutch Sour Ale. Oh. You saw what they did this week. Oh. Finally winning in, in OT. Oh, Rodgers finished the drive, forced OT to Jordy Nelson, then in classic fashion, of course, did what he does best, get his team down the field. Crosby, ice in his veins, set, gets the game winner. No problem. These guys, clutch. you going to start them off with the sour. Oh yeah, on a hot day at Lambeau, absolutely. You know, you gotta. It's a nice, nice hot little... day at Lambeau. How many of those are there? <laughs> it's the hottest, hottest uh, Lambeau game of all time. Really? Yeah, eighty-nine degrees at kickoff. Uh, imagine how bad the stadium smelled. Holy cow! <laughs> oh, I can what only a imagine. Cesspool. Oh my goodness! All right, I don't even want to think about it while I'm drinking. Professor Pigskin, what are you ordering up? 
Alrighty, um, getting a drink ready uh, for the Bears who are heading to said swampy Lambo. I'm giving them a round of Old Milwaukee, uh, which is the quintessential Wisconsin beer, cheap and disgusting. Uh, and they're gonna need to, to embrace the cheap and disgustingness in order to come out with a W in Lambo Field on Thursday. Says the guy who who drinks. I mean, like Lost Lake and like. You know, Clear Creek Ice. Oh, no. I don't see the problem here. <laughs> Beer 30. You no, know, your thing used to be Bush Light. Oh, no. no those, well, yeah, okay. Yeah, those 30 racks are so cheap, though. Yes, they were. Well, let's, uh, the past is in the past. Let's go to our second drink. Uh, beefcake, what do you got now that now that we've got the bartender's attention? I think she likes you, actually. Oh, it, obviously. <laughs> I've never had an issue getting a drink before. Uh, I'm going to send a little drink over to the Detroit Lions here. Um, so what I'm going to do, I'm going to get I'm going to get a little drink of scotch, honey ginger syrup, and fresh lemon, also known as the penicillin cocktail. Just like real penicillin, this drink will cure whatever whatever ails you, and boy, do the Lions need it for this game. They got really punched in the gut at the end of the last game, so they need to pounce back and tear up the Minnesota secondary. The D looked really good, actually, against Atlanta, and I anticipate at least four interceptions. Um, you know, Case never has two good games in a row. So as long as the D, the offense shows up, Stafford should win this game. When you order this drink, are you able to give them an explanation? When no, no, I just them? I just slide it on over to the end of the oh, bar. It's nice. pretty badass. Yeah, it is. I've seen you do it before. It's pretty awesome. You should slide off the edge. No, you know that's not true. Give him his due. All right, Professor Pigskin, um, you're thirsty. Go ahead. Well, um, I'm going to share a round of drinks. Also with the Detroit Lions, uh, specifically one Matthew Stafford is getting a, a nice can of Natty Ice. Um, it's the ultimate frat. From Milwaukee now Natty Ice. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Natty Ice is the ultimate like frat bro beer, and Stafford is the ultimate frat bro. So he's gonna need a little comfort, little home after the Vikings D beats the living you know what out of him all Sunday long. Also, side note for you all. Um, Natty Ice has the best ABV to calorie ratio and is organic, so you know, pretty good drink. Little plug for Natty Ice there. Yeah, it's no hams, but it deserves your attention. You know, not that many people look at the nutrition facts of beer, but Professor Pigskin is very shrewd about that sort of thing, and the Professor you know, knows that's one of his redeeming qualities, in my opinion. Uh, something that actually Beefcake could learn from, because he doesn't—he doesn't look before he eats or anything or drinks. I'm hungry. I eat. He's an animal. Let's go to him with his third drink. All right. Time for a little something for the Green Bay Packers. We are giving them a sweet brandy old-fashioned. Nothing says Wisconsin like a sweet brandy old-fashioned. And it's time. Oh, boy, is it time. It's time for Wisconsin to finally take its place over Chicago. First time since 1933. The oldest rivalry in the NFL will no longer be held by the lowly, disgusting filthy chicago bears because guess what the bears still suck whoa <laughs> strong words wow <laughs> chilling words oh. for beefcake <laughs> oh boy I'm sure to linger with you been holding on to this my whole life okay <laughs> yeah very wow let's just let's move on what are you getting professor lighten things up please all right well <laughs> I need to order a round of drinks for the Packers' best players. Uh, so I'm ordering a round of water for the referees. Because oh, after the horrendous P.I. Yeah, calls, for this such a the horrendous yeah. pass interference calls they gave the Rodgers last week, they need to sober up 
fast before Thursday. That you've gotten Natty Ice, Old Milwaukee, and now you're ordering up a round of waters. My my next drink will uh, it'll even things out. And, he, and he's still wasted. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Best yeah. ABV for calorie ratio. What didn't you understand about that? Yeah, that that tall Natty Ice really got him going. Man, oh man. <laughs> All right. Well, Beefcake. Now that you've had three drinks in you and you're getting sort of weird and twisted. Let's uh, go to your last drink, and uh, gosh, I hope it's something not too bad. It's nice. I'm gonna. I'm actually gonna go up to the broadcast booth for this one, and uh, share a little drink with Tony Romo. Oh. I love Tony Romo in the booth, and we get him again Thursday night. He's gonna go down, spend some time with his parents down in Southern Wisconsin, drive back on up for the game on Thursday. So we're gonna share some four locos. We're going to get him super hyphy for this game. His energy was out of control, yes. and I want more. I want to see him bouncing out of the booth and onto the field to try to take the reins away from Mike Lennon after his sixth interception. Mid-game. Mid-game. Wow. Well, uh, okay, for loco. That's, that's a good order. <laughs> yep, that is a good order to end things off on. All right, well, the Professor Pigskin, you've uh, – so far, you've ordered two really shitty beers and a glass of water. <laughs> well, what are you doing to redeem yourself? Well, first off, last drink. like five glasses of water for all the refs because they're all on the Packers. Oh, yeah. Bartenders love that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but we're going to get a celebration IPA for Stefan Diggs, uh, who did a lot of celebrating last Sunday. And uh, not only that, he's one of the best like celebrators in the league. He has all sorts of cool dances. He does stuff like slow down before getting to the end zone to taunt the other team before almost getting caught. But getting into scoring, unlike the stupid Lions player. Um, Chicago. Whatever. Um, so celebration IPA for Stefan Diggs, yep. the best receiver and the best celebrator in the NFL. Showboater. Yeah, showboater is awesome. Well, Professor is on a professor's salary, so his bill is rather... Rather low. Beefcake sells his body, and business is good. Just win, so, baby. Support just, public education. Yeah, that's right. we got to get out of this bar. The, the bartender's pissed that you ordered so much water, <laughs> <laughs> Professor. So uh, let's get out of here, and uh, we're going to venture into Fort Out territory when we come back on that. Gentlemen, gentlemen, we're back. Gentlemen, we're back here on Kings in the North. This is Rob with an H. Celebratory mood around here with Professor Pigskin and the Beefcake. Good brandy. Yep. (laughs) Too much brandy right now. And we're about to venture into four down territory where we explore a topic and take four downs and it gets heated. And we, this topic, I think, is, uh, is a really fun one. What do we got this week, Rob? This week we've got best NFL personalities. Oh. Yes. Personalities. Yes. 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 It could, yes. It could extend from players to um, to the analysts to the in studio to the insiders. Uh, <laughs> Some of my favorites. Coaches. Coaches. Uh, absolutely. Owners. GMs. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. yeah. And nothing is nothing is out yeah. of bounds. So. Their fingerprints are on the NFL. They're fair game. Yep. I love it. Absolutely. Uh, by way of a completely random draw, um, the professor has 
clinched number one, hasn't it's he? It's actually yes. the beefcake. Oh, it's the beefcake. Excuse oh, me. Oh, yes. Yeah. Excellent. Shit. Yeah. Rob, Rob has been drinking light. He yeah, can't read sorry, very man. well anymore. Yeah. Oh, man. I'm really tipsy from all that water you ordered. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right. All right. Anyhow, beefcake, first pick. All right. I'm going to take... So, this is... There's only one pick to take here. We're going the NFL personalities first overall. Easily the grittiest Uh-oh. coach Uh-oh. of all time. Uh-oh. That's right. He's coming. Number one. The number one overall, John Gruden uh, himself. John Gruden. John oh, Gruden. You no have way. To. Yes. That's who you number one overall. Easily. He's a grinder. That is terrible value. You're terrible. He got traded and won a Super Bowl. Back-to-back no, years. He could have been had in the fourth round, dude. I'm sorry. Whatever. You're wrong. Okay. Okay. By way of a random draw, I am second. Mm. And that of that, I'm certain. And <laughs> I am so happy that this guy was left. Uh-oh. Because I was for certain you were going to take this guy. Ooh. And that is... Whoop! <laughs> Chris Berman. Oh. He, he's just the. He's like a, yeah. like certain music. We has is like a, a soundtrack to certain parts of your life. Chris Berman is that to me. Like growing up watching NFL primetime, Sports Center, stumbling. and it, yeah. all the nicknames and everything. Yeah. But it, in particular with the NFL, it. I just thought he was fantastic. Sure. And in. Um, what was the thing that he did with the year with me leather that only added to his legacy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> In my opinion. Yeah, he's not really, but he's iconic. That's a yeah. good, no, that's a good pick. Yeah. Yeah. So that's my. Uh, I'm shocked that you didn't take him number one. Honestly, beefcake. I think you're you're actually remorseful right now. But let's no, move, not let's at move all. on to professor. All right. Well, I have the turn, so I have two picks in a row here, and frankly. Drafts over. I got them both. Jeez, here he goes. Number one with a bullet. Oh, easily. God. Straight cash, homie. Randy Moss. Let's Moss. go. Wow. Man, mooning Lambeau Field, squirting rest with water bottles, sound bites, cool celebrations. He's the best. He is so funny all the time. Randy Moss, straight cash, homie. And you know what? Let's stay purple a little bit. No. Let's stay purple. All right. You know, let him let him piss the draft away. It's okay. No, I mean you can't you can't argue with this. Jared Allen. What is one of the one of the funniest NFL players of all time. Great YouTube presence. Those those Wrangler Gene commercial fake commercials are hilarious. Him like slapping Favre on the ass. Oh my! Jared Allen is one of the funniest dudes of all time. There will never be an NFL player funnier than Jared Allen. Wow! This well, Rob, I think I wouldn't expect anything different. Rob, Rob, I think I think we know that you and I have. It's between you and I and who's going to win this at this point. I'm running away with it. Okay, um, my my second pick is um, a guy who I think everyone knew when he was a player. He's one of those guys who you knew that once he retires, sure. he's going to be incredible in the studio. Sure. And that's Michael Strahan. Oh, that's... Yeah. yeah. He's yeah. on my big board. Yeah. He's... I, uh, big fan. I mean, he dresses very well. That's another thing. So sharp. So that, that adds to it. Um, that gap is endearing. Yeah, it's nice. And yeah, I think... Uh, I'm just still upset at the professor for being such a homer. Yeah, it's bad. Let, let him hang himself. Yeah, I'll take I'll take the Great picks. Pick. It's fine. I'll I'll take my picks because now I have the turn here. Gonna take two guys back to back. Who, I mean, on the field, the, the, these are the best. There's no better personality on the field here. The all-time greatest touchdown celebration master, 
Oh, yes. Oh, no. I'm talking about Terrell Owens. Oh, I'm taking yeah. it. That's I know it's a good one. I mean, he's worse than Randy Moss, but no, he's please, fine. He's my fine. lord, no, no. This the star? Are you kidding me? This, <laughs> that's that's the best. I would like, go to say that I would venture to say that To was more outrageous than Randy. More Moss. outrageous, absolutely. Straight cash, homie. Anyway, well, I get another pick. That. I get another pick here, and so I got one. I got him on offense. I'm gonna take the flashiest player on defense of all time. Mm. That's right. That's right. My personal favorite player growing up primetime Deion Sanders and who is also excellent excellent um in the booth you know he's he's excellent uh you know after the game and analyzing and all that excellent in the studio studio booth yeah oh hell yeah yep he had some good good tracks all right Jared Allen he's pretty good I'm not. No response to that. He's Look, iconic. I, I got to take one for my third pick. I got to take one active player. Sure. And Ooh. it's a guy who I hope he's around forever. Um, Rob with no H Gronkowski. <laughs> oh yeah, that's great. I love that pick. Yeah, <laughs> he's a legend already. No, I'm super into that. Um, he's. <laughs> I don't know what it is, uh, honestly. He's just like he's living a fantasy. It's like this is his fantasy right yeah. now, and uh, people it's, love it. So. It's Gronk's world, and we're all living in it. Absolute, it really is. Absolutely. I can't imagine when he retires what he's gonna do. <laughs> when he's unleashed. When he when he's like when when he's not in the constraints of like the NFL oh. and like a coach and everything. When he just gets to decide what he wants to do with his millions of dollars, look out. It's only going to get worse. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So that's, oh, I got Gronk. Man, great pick. Um, I got to go with another former Viking great. jeez. Oh, Brett Favre. Oh, <laughs> uh, Reach. Uh, incredible. Reach. Um, you know, the whole lawnmower thing endearing, super funny. Uh, kind of a hick. Yeah, he, the second part of the Wrangler commercial with Jared Allen. Yeah. Not to mention, what kind of NFL player has the guts to abandon his team and join the rival, walk into his old team stadium and give him a middle finger as he leads the uh, Vikings to a victory over the Packers. Brett Favre, all-time hilarious. Um, great texter, obviously. Oh, yeah, so, clearly. We can uh, all agree that, on that one. So that, that part Incredible appeals beard. to you, Professor. That part, uh, that part of his legacy appeals to you. Well, Breaking news. We as, learned something about Not as much professor. as like, uh, the abuse of Viking, and that's pretty cool, too. <laughs> wow. You've got another pick here. Just... Just keep going. You need to. You've got three picks that should have been off your board. Yeah. Okay. Well, lastly, you better redeem yourself here. Lastly, if you want to crown my picks, you can crown their ass. No. <laughs> Dennis Green. Oh, Denny. Uh, R.I.P. Pouring out for Dennis Green. Oh, he took uh, all always. I like that pick actually. He was someone. Always hilarious. Incredible quote. One of the best all-time quotes in NFL history. Uh, we love you, Denny. Yeah, he had, um, also drafted Randy Moss, so... My hand is on the plow. <laughs> like, he like, referred to himself as sheriff. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, he is he who I great. thought he was. He was great. He is who I thought he was. Yep, I miss him. Um, so my last pick. Um, wow. I'm going to take someone who I think is an all-time great. He's not around now. But his legacy remains, and that's a uh, John Madden. Yeah. Oh, oh that's great. Uh, damn. I, I think yeah. he could have easily been a number one overall. Yeah, I agree. Um, Iconic as hell. Yeah, I, 
I'll be honest, I didn't really think he was that great of a announcer. But with uh, the, like being a, a coach that, as well. Like but he, he was just, just kinda, so yeah. many, he introduced so many different things, and you can't deny his influence. He's a pioneer. If and, only, and, and if nothing else, on video games, too. I mean, oh, yes. bringing Matt, yeah, that's, I mean, my goodness. Absolutely. So, John Madden at my fourth pick, I think, is a huge steal. That's especially incredible. compared to yeah, Professor's shitty picks. Oh, I but won easily. That is not true. Let's move on to Beefcake. Finish things off. Well, actually, this last pick is perfect as we as we segue into the next segment. Um, oh. Here he is. I, I, I'm going to say, in my opinion, the best NFL announcer, play-by-play man, who has ever graced the microphone. Uh, some of the all-time great calls. I'm taking Al Michaels. With my last pick. Interesting, yeah. Um, can you argue with it? No. Yeah, no. exactly. That's what I thought. He's been there for a lot of them. He's, you uh, got to say that. He's transcended sports, too. You know, Miracle on Ice is him, Oh, too. sure. Yeah, exactly. You he's, know. He's, a, he's a legend. Yeah, that's a, that's a good pick. I know. I mean, his and personality... It, is it, that's the only thing I would yeah, say. Is like, fair enough. Yeah, he's but, great at his job, but does he have a ton of personality? I think, actually, I think, I think that's he a does. Terrible pick, actually. Well, it, either I'm way, sorry, it changed my opinion. I mean, with Ocho Cinco on the board, still, he was the other Ocho one I wanted. <laughs> yeah, he was. Oh man! Anyway, it was I, hard to pass him up. But I got to get it for Denny. Anyway, I Blood picked Grant. Oh, you're gonna be geez. a Vikings homer. Okay, let's. Let look, can Grant we? Can we like stop this now? Yeah. We've taken our oh. four picks, uh, and Al Michaels segues perfectly into our next segment. Oh no. Oh, no. All right. Well, oh, man. Not this. That's ominous. Oh. All right. Well, with that being said, please come back with us on Kings of the North. Not Kings of the North. <laughs> and luckily, some of our picks from the Four Down Territory have joined us. There's mine. There's my first overall. Easily. What oh, else do we got here? Randy Moss in the house. In the house. Yeah, buddy. Yeah, buddy. Here's. But they are who we thought they were. And we let them all go. And here's one that the Homer Professor Pigskin forgot uh. to pick. Oh man, yeah, it was a huge mistake, huge mistake, huge mistake, and now... No! All right, well, Mr. McMahon yeah. there too. Thanks for up. Uh, all right, all right, all right, so thanks for joining us. Let's get all these, all these characters out of, out of our area here so we can move on. And now it's time. <laughs> Ta, get out of here too. Mark the Canterbury. All right. All right, but let's uh, let's move on to uh, let's take a stroll. Oh, we will a stroll down memory lane. That with, could be good. With of all people, the beefcake. All right, Rob. Well, I'm gonna take you back. We're gonna go back over to uh, Lambeau Field, November sixth, two thousand. Oh no. Um. 
the Minnesota Vikings travel to Green Bay to take on Green Bay Packers. And this was a Monday night football classic. Prime time. I mean, it, it was about as good as it gets. And I always remember this because in the box, the box score on ESPN, it had the pack and the Vikes. It wasn't Minnesota and Green Bay. It was awesome. Oh, yeah, pack that. That's and cool. the Vikes. That cool. Like, that was badass. Um, but anyway. Oh, hell yeah. Two Titans trading blows in the cold rain throughout the game. Finally, in the fourth quarter, Minnesota has a chance to end the game with a 26-yard field goal. The snap is no good. Vikings punter Mitch Berger throws into the end zone instead of just downing the ball and trying again. It was third down. Come you got, on, Mitch. You got one more down. Come on, Mitch. Mental breakdown. Throws an interception to force uh, overtime. Goddamn. First drive, the Packers get the ball, and it is third and four. Uh-oh. Favre, under pressure, rolls to the right. Lofts to the right side for Freeman with Chris Dishman draped over him. The ball bounces incomplete until... Yes, that's right. Antonio Freeman... Grabs the ball off of his right shoulder pad, runs 15 yards to win the game in overtime. I assume that you were watching this game, Professor. Well, let me tell you this. Oh boy. (laughs) This was this is painful. This was back two thousand. I was man in like sixth or seventh grade. Childhood trauma. And Uh, it was a Monday nighter, and Monday night games go late. And my mom, I love her, I bl- bless her, but she was kind of big on bedtimes. And so I got sent to bed in like the third quarter. Ugh. Uh, and my room was like down the hallway, and so I was like in my bedroom, like ear pressed to the door, trying to hear anything, because I was desperate to know what was happening. And I, I had a, it's hard to hear what was going on, but I got a sense that the, we lost at the end. I didn't really know what happened. Your heart must have been broken. I was, I didn't know what happened, I just knew that we lost. And it was, it was hard. And so... Tuesday, the next day, I was like, no way I'm going to school. Because what my mom did is she put a tape in the VCR. Millennials, you might know what that might be. Uh, <laughs> maybe Google it. Um, and she recorded the end for me so I could watch it later. But I was like, next morning, I was like, Mom, I'm sick. I can't go to school. I'm not feeling very good, which is bullshit. Classic Vikings fan. I was bullshit. I was like, I had to know what happened. I couldn't go to school and have my friends like taunting me with me out knowing, not knowing what happened. So I, I got up as soon as she went to school. Uh, she's a teacher. I ran into the living room and put the tape in to watch the end of the game. And I, I knew what was happening, but as it was happening, I was still, like hopeful, like maybe maybe we won, because right? like maybe maybe this field goal will go in. And and it all happened. And finally, I saw the play. The heated what? And oh man, I, I actually got sick. I actually got sick. And I oh, I, it, it was it was heartbreaking. Yeah, it was. I couldn't believe it. I, I wanted to believe, but I couldn't. And so the next day at school, I go to school, and all my friends are just like, mercilessly like ripping on me, like, "Oh, the Vikings lost, so you got six. So we're gonna make fun of you. So we're gonna make fun of you twice as hard now." Nerd. Yeah, they ripped into me hard. It was. This was really traumatic. This was really traumatic. Beefcake, you hit me where it hurts. Damn you. Imagine Kevin Harlan. Imagine they did that thing where they. One guy pushes you, and another guy's behind you, like on all fours, and you <laughs> fall over. It was—I mean, not that that sort of stuff is funny. It's not funny. 
but to the professor it is. Uh, and by the way, professor's mom is very happy that he became a professor, continuing the education lineage. That's right. You know, I, I, it's just funny to me because my, my mother, bless her heart, you know, realizes that football is more important than school, and uh, obviously let That's me. Why you're so dumb. Hey, just win, baby. Um, <laughs> and obviously let me stay up to Beef watch the game. No, and no bedtime. No, there's no bedtime. What are you talking about? We stayed up, watched the game together, Rock and had a party every day. We had a family bonding experience together on Monday night, and uh, you know, uh, clearly I have a better relationship well, now because of that. All I have to say to Mrs. Beefcake is that's bad mothering, and that's not necessary <laughs> to fire the Beefcake's mother. She tried her best, but her hands were—can you only imagine? It's an uphill battle. Oh my goodness. Okay, well that's enough memory lane. That was that was traumatic for both of you, I Ouch. think. <laughs> In different ways to bring up the different things we discussed. So when we come back, we're gonna wrap things up. Kings of the North. We're back. Thank you so much for sticking with us. That was the show. We're going to wrap things up here. Thank, yeah, thank, thanks for uh, sticking with us, even though the professor just, you know, started going off on really weird tangents. And, yeah, it was bad. Um, he's got, there's something going on in his life that he's not telling us. You guys just aren't educated enough to understand my brilliance. Behind the blackboard, something's going on. Nerd. Professor. <laughs> Anyhow, looking ahead, we got Green Bay and Chicago, the classic matchup on Thursday Night Football. Color Rush. Tony Romo. Yep, Tony Romo. And then we got another classic matchup, Vikings and the Lions on Sunday. NFC North Clash. I got to tell you, I feel like the Vikings are I agree. The Lions Lions are hungry. They're they're wounded animal. That's right. Dangerous. By the way, speaking of non-football, go Lynx. Yes, go Lynx, baby. Sure, go Lynx. Go Lynx. And we'll leave you with that here on Kings in the North. I'm Rob with an H. The professor. And Beefcake. Join us next week. Girl, you were made for me. Girl, I was